I'm Deidre. And I'm Chelsea. And we're giving you a million murders. You're so proud when we hit it. We do. We do. We're like, okay, okay. Hi, everyone. Hello. I hope everyone's doing well. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to do some more celebrity ghost stories. I don't know if anyone's really living for them. Yeah. (laughs) But me, but I'm doing one again. But there's so many out there. I mean, it's not that I'm going to cover every single one of them. Maybe. I don't know. (gasps) We'll see. We could. We could be 85 and still do this podcast. We're like, doing the story of little Nas X's <laughs> haunting. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, so. Uh, he did. Little Nas X? Oh, okay, never mind. Oh. <laughs> you think of that, um, the, I don't even know how to say it, the XXX Tenacious. Yeah, guy. I think so. Yeah, so this first story comes from Tom Arnold. Now, I don't know how many people are going to know who Tom Arnold is, but you know him. You probably know him if you're like in your late 20s, early 30s and above. Um, He was married to Roseanne. Mm -hmm. So he was in Roseanne for a little bit, but he was also in all kinds of different movies like um, True Lies is one of my favorite ones with him in it. Um, He plays like kind of the sidekick agent to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I don't know, but he's was married to Roseanne. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, and he was also a comedian as well, by the way. So like, you may not know him from anything else, but you may have seen his stand up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he grew up in a three story house with six siblings in Iowa. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was this old house. And in the house, there was a pipe organ on the second floor landing. Listen, ever since the Beauty and the Beast, the Beauty and the Beast, the Beauty and the Beast <laughs> episode, um, movie, mm-hmm. the organ guy with the pipes, like, creeps me out. Mm-hmm. See, I've only seen Beauty and the Beast like one time, so I don't even remember or know who you're talking about. Well, there's a bunch of different movies like Beauty and the Beast, like, I guess, Siri movies. Oh. And it was one of them, and it was creepy. Oh, so one of them had like a, an organ And it was like player? alive. Was it? No, it was like the pipes and stuff. Like the oh, thing the was alive. Oh, the pipes were, oh, okay. It was so scary. I can't think. Well, that's what this was in this house. It was a pipe mm. organ. Um, it came from an old Mormon church that was over 100 years old. And when the church was torn down, the organ was moved to his future home his parents would buy in the 70s. So mm-hmm. it was there, you know, before they got there, obviously, you know, but when the church finally closed, they put it in this house. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And so there were strict instructions on how the organ should be serviced. And Tom said there weren't, they weren't allowed to touch the organ at all. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't touch it. Don't you touch this organ. And Did you touch my drum set. Yeah. Like it's literally like a tr- don't touch the drum set, <laughs> which is funny. You say that cause that'll pop up in one of these other later stories. So that's funny that you said that. He <laughs> he. Yes. So 
<laughs> so Tom thought it was interesting how much care and attention the organ received. His mother was his stepmother, excuse me, was obsessed with it. And he almost felt jealous of the care and attention it received versus him from her. So mm-hmm. like they didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. Um, but organs do take a lot of care. Like, oh, yeah, you've got to get like there's just so much stuff that goes into it. Besides like regular stuff with a piano, you also have the pipes and you have the pedals down below and all this all these things. So, yeah, like it's for you to upkeep an organ is a lot. Yeah. Like, so and they were like, don't you touch nothing. <laughs> so anyway, he decided to be a rebel once he got older and he was getting into a lot of trouble and stuff like that. And one night he was coming home from the bars late at night and he had brought some friends home, which is like, it's the middle of the night and you're just bringing people to your yeah. house and your parents are there. And, you know, he was just causing a lot of trouble. And so he brought some friends home to show it off Mm -hmm. and he turned it on and they started pounding on it and they spilled booze on it and i i mean my muses my my musician heart just like Um, i cringed i cringed they spilled booze on the they spilled alcohol on the organ and i was just stressed i was like something's gonna get molded in there something's gonna happen oh god but yeah so they're just acting up and his parents woke up in the middle of the night, you know, woke him up and his dad finally lost it. And he made it very clear that he would get kicked out if he ever touched it again. They were like, we're not playing. We ain't playing. Okay. So then a few days later, he woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of the organ turning on. And so the pipes made this breathing sound when you turn them mm-hmm. on, cause it's like the air going through the pipes and all that. And then it started playing. Mm-mm. So Tom was thinking his parents were just teaching him a lesson by playing it in the middle of the night. Like, oh, you woke us up, you know, well, now we're going to wake you up. Well, then the next weekend it happened again. One night it was being played and he was home alone. And that's when he knew it was a ghost. He didn't know how long it would keep happening or what would be next. So he decided to turn the electricity off in the house the next weekend he was alone. He was like, forget it. I don't need, (laughs) I don't need it. I don't have Mm -hmm. time. Uh, And there was silence. And then a huge bang Mm-mm. on the organ. Like, they just heard this. Burr. And like, y'all, can you imagine? Like, if you've ever been to a church or somewhere with a pipe organ, you know how loud it is in a big mm-hmm. church. So to have a pipe organ in a house. That's really loud. It's probably like 20 times. Yeah. I mean, because it's. If not now more this, than that. This was a big house. Like, it's three stories. So, it's still not like a little, you know, it's not like a 1,300 square foot house it's in. But it's still got to be so loud. And so, I would have died. I would have just had a heart attack right there. So, you know, it's just too much. So, then he ran downstairs and he met his dad on the landing because, you know, it's on the second floor landing. Mm -hmm. And he could see that he couldn't figure out what was going on either. And it was the first time he had seen his parents scared. Uh, Tom felt the ghost was a lady named Elsie who played the organ at the church, the old Mormon church. Mm -hmm. And after doing a little digging, they found out Elsie played that organ for 60 years. Yeah. And it was the only relationship she had. It was made for her. Like they literally built this organ or they purchased the organ and built it in that church for her to play. Mm Mm-hmm. So, when Elsie passed away, the church moved to another town and left the actual church building 
like they left. Yeah. You know, she died. They're like, okay. We and, out. Hmm? We out. We out. We rolling out. So Tom and his brother tried to figure out how they could make it right. His brother was getting married, and the big question was if the organ would be played, because they were having the wedding at the house, Mm -hmm. and no one from the old church was still alive, but they found an older man to play it for the wedding. The man, so the man shows up, the organ player, and he had such like an emotional reaction when he saw and played the organ. Uh, Tom was a bit worried Elsie would get mad for having someone else play the organ, He was hoping it would show her a sign of respect and make her stop, you know, showing out. Yeah. Because we all know ghosts love to show out. They do. They do. (laughs) All the time. Mm Mm-hmm. We just uh, remodeled one of our offices um, in a different area, and it's supposed to be haunted. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. I forgot who it was, but me and somebody were like, yeah, that ghosts don't like remodels but maybe the ghost likes this remodel because it looks really good now like it looks really really good up there does it mm-hmm. and uh i'm like hopefully it will keep the ghost happy for those of y'all who listen who know about the office i'm talking about but yeah so <laughs> but we were like hope i don't see anybody up in here um but yeah so after the wedding they could tell a shift in the house and that was the last time they had trouble with the pipe organ Tom's relationship became closer to his parents. He never touched the organ again. And he says he will never touch the organ again. The house is in his name. And when his parents pass away, he says the organ will still be there. So that is Tom Arnold's haunting, haunting story from his childhood. Creepy. And early adolescent years. I don't know. It's just creepy to me just because... Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> she just, I, was a, I was just a child. I can't. Traumatized. A scary pipe organ. Yeah, so, you know, Miss Elsie liked it. She was cool with it. She was like, all right, thank you. But yeah, I would have been mad too if you spilled alcohol on my organ. I would have been like, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Haunted. <laughs> you waking up every weekend right on at three o'clock on the dot. Okay, so the next one is D. Snyder. Okay, so D. Snyder is the lead singer of Twisted Sister. I love Twisted Sister. The 80s rock band that gave us hits like We're Not Gonna Take It. We're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't know for sure what that song was, we just told you. We don't own the rights. Uh, so D considered himself very skeptical, which I feel like I could see that. Yeah. But in 2003, things would change. So his brother-in-law, Vinny, had a troubled past, but he left all those things behind. But in August of 2003, Vinny was shot and killed during a morning Aww. rush hour. Yeah. Yeah. By someone from his past. So he'd like made things better, moved on, and then somebody still ended up killing him after he had gotten out and all this stuff. So it was very horrible, obviously. And the police and the family knew who had killed him, but they couldn't find enough evidence to prove it. Mm. So his wife, you know, was obviously her brother, was tormented by the fact that her brother's killer was still alive and free. And shortly after his death, things started happening in the house. 
So Dee dismissed them as just random things. Six to 12 pictures would just fall off the walls. You know, I'm like, that's, that's kind of a situation. Like pictures are just falling off the walls. That I couldn't handle that if it happened to me, if I was like home alone. Yeah. And six, not one, six to 12 just pictures. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm out. So Dee's wife saw this as a sign that Vinny wanted her to try harder to bring his killer to justice. So she would work for hours on end trying to find, you know, the evidence that she needed to get this guy convicted. And one night they came home from dinner and they heard their son's drums playing upstairs. (laughs) Um, So the son thought it was his younger brother, Cody, playing them because he loved to play them even though he hated when Cody played the drums. Right. So the the older son went to the intercom and yelled at Cody to stop playing the drums. But Cody came from the room on the same floor they were on Mm -mm. and no one else was in the house. So when he yelled through the intercom, get off my drum set. He wasn't even on it. He wasn't on the drum set. Dee was still skeptical about anything going on in the house. I'm like, how? How can you be? You literally walked into someone playing the drums and then the child in the house was not playing the drums. It was not. It wasn't him. So anyway. Come and be in the shower. It wasn't me. So, but his wife knew it was her brother. Like she just knew. So she started reading up on paranormal activity and she read that you should talk to them to give you a sign. So one night... In bed, she asked her brother to make something happen to the TV if he was there. As soon as she said that, the TV turned off. It was an immediate response. Oh, my. Listen, he was like, yeah, it's me. I'm here. I'm here. So Dee's wife wanted to go to a psychic so that they could talk to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Dee said they should go to the best. Like, if we're going to go, we're going to go to the best one. So they found a guy who sat with a pen and paper scribbling. He didn't ask for any information. He just told them what the spirit was saying. And so it kind of reminded me of Tyler Henry. Because that's how, you know who Tyler Henry is? Mm. Okay, so he's a medium and he's on. Yes. E? Yeah, E Network. And so he goes and he's the one who interviews the celebrities on his show and stuff. Yeah, I think you showed me a clip. I'm sure I did. I'm all about a clip. TikTok. Yeah, so, but that's what he does. He scribbles on a piece of paper, like, and he, you know, listens to what they tell him and everything. So that's what this guy was doing. And the guy said Vinny was telling them to move on, that he was happier now and to let it go. So after the reading, Suzette, which is his wife's name, was angry and said that it was all bullcrap. She wanted Vinny to tell her not to stop and pursue finding justice for him. Mm-hmm. So she was really upset because she didn't get the answer she wanted right. mm-hmm. and she didn't want to let it go. But Dee saw it differently. He said he thought all her questions were answered and Vinny was telling her what she needed to hear. So, you know, he's like, you're not looking at it the right way. You know, she was wanting him to be like, keep fighting for me. Yeah. So that wasn't what she got. So she was a little upset. So the session was recorded um, like the session with the medium and mm-hmm. D transcribed it for her. And he told her to read what he had said. And he said, let it go. There's nothing you can do. And it's all going to come out in the wash. After she read that, 
They were watching TV, and they heard someone walking down the hall. So Dee turned and saw a man with dark hair pass by. When he got up to look down the hall, no one was there. Mm-mm. I know. So they realized it was Vinny leaving, and at that, and that was the last time that they had any interaction with Vinny. Suzette finally put it behind her because she realized it was really Vinny talking to her. She just assumed it wasn't, and she found herself again. And Dee and his kids had her back because for a while, you know, he, she was just heartbroken. I mean, not that she still isn't to this day, yeah. probably, but, you know, she was really grieving. And so they had kind of lost her for a little bit. And so Dee realized how cynical he was, you know, and how he was being about all these signs that Vinny was leaving him finally. Well, years later, the guy who killed Vinny was arrested and it all came out in the wash, like Vinny said. So. Just accurate on it. Yeah, he's like, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. So years later, they finally got the guy. So his murder was finally solved. So yeah, so that's the story of D. I almost said D. Wilson. <laughs> D. Snyder. So yeah, so that was D. Snyder from Twisted Sisters um, Haunting Story. I always, I like that story. I feel like it's interesting yeah. that, you know. I love Twisted Sister, though. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many of these where there's all these celebrities from. Some of them are a little less known than others. There's some that mm-hmm. I don't even recognize. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. And then they tell you, you a little bit I... about them. <laughs> <laughs> who that? Who that? So the next story comes from Carney Wilson. And she is one part of the Wilson Phillips trio. You know, if you know who Wilson Phillips is. They gave us songs like One More Day. One more, no, that's Diamond Rio, what the heck? If you hold on yeah. for one more day, things go away. Mm-hmm. Hold on for one more day. Yeah. So that's them. So the Carney is one of three of that group. And Carney's sister is also a part of the group. So it's Carney, her sister, and another girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Their father is Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their dad's Brian Wilson, the basically. So her dad and her, their uncle were in the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was the other two. But um, yeah, so and then I don't I didn't mention this, but the third girl, her dad is uh, and I can't think of his name, but he's in the Mamas and the Papas. That did California Dreamin' mm-hmm. and, you know, Monday, Monday and all that. Yeah. So they all had parents that had been in big bands from like the 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So we're bringing it back to 1992. And she had, Carney, had bought her first place off Sunset Boulevard in California. This was the first time she had truly lived alone. And she was scared to sleep there alone. Sounds... Like somebody else I would know. Who? You. <laughs> so she asked her sister to stay the night, which if it was my first time in a place all by myself, I I think I would be like, mm, y'all want to stay the night? I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I burped. So I was like, couldn't really react well to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so the first night they were there, they went to bed and Carney remembered waking up suddenly. Like a rush, she had just sat straight up in the bed, uh-uh. and she looked toward yeah, looking towards the hallway, 
which I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't look toward the hallway at my house because my door's shut. I look, because I be sleeping my door shut too. All I, the time. She ain't playing. No. She don't come, she didn't come to play games. No, neither did Deidre, period. Well, I will never sleep with the door open. Mm. You won't catch mm. me you sleeping catch with the door either. open. Mom sleeps with her, like I grew up, mom and dad I always slept with their door, which I mean they probably <laughs> doing the dirt dirt, but... <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean? My parents sleep with their door open. I've always known, like, Mm-mm. like all my aunts and uncles, like, they've just always slept with their door door, 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 door closed. Yeah, no, like, I, I want my door closed at all times. Like, mm-mm. there's no need for me to see down the hallway. I don't need to see what's no. going on out there. Good. I, I don't understand why people sleep with the door open. Or unlocked. Yeah, or unlocked. Because I know some people mm-hmm. be do, that be doing that. Yep, see, we don't have time for that. And you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Lock your door. Period. Period. Okay, we need everyone staying safe. All right. So, yeah, she's looking down that hallway that we wouldn't be able to see because we keep our doors closed. And she sees a tall man... Mm-mm. In a black trench coat. <laughs> Why do they have to have on a trench coat? Here I don't know. Why isn't there just like a ghostly attire? Like, why can't you just be in a jean, like or in a, a jean and t-shirt? Just be a sheet. Just be a sheet. Be less scary than human form. Yeah, I mean, it would be. But Casper, come on. Yeah, we need all ghosts to be like Casper. And then it'd be like, oh, hey. You know, but... Making out with humans. <laughs> Kissing <laughs> human, coming into human form. Dead and solid. Oh, God. Mm. But, <laughs> man. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, you get that black trench coat on and a tall hat. The tall hat, too, is too much. See? Looking like Abraham Lincoln coming up in somewhere. Abe, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Honest Abe? <laughs> Just scaring people. We don't have time for it. So he was slowly coming into the room towards her. Mm-mm. The man didn't have a face. It was just dark like a net was over his face. No. I know. I know you're lying. No. <laughs> Jesse's face. I just don't understand. I don't know. It doesn't. It confuses me why some ghosts look like a whole person. Because they're probably the good ones. And the ones that ain't got no face, ain't got no business coming up in my house. Like, you had your time on Earth. So, I don't know why you... (laughs) Why are you here? I don't know. It's weird to me. Move on! (laughs) Go to the light. Go to the light, please. Cross over. Sometimes they need help. And that's fine. But um, you need to find somebody else. They need to quit creeping people out. They need help. (laughs) Just say hello. Excuse me, could you help me get to the... (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry to wake you, but this is the witching hour. (laughs) I need to get on the other side. Please. Um, Watch, it'll happen to me tonight, and I'll be like, ah, screaming. It's like, you said you'd help. I literally heard you tell them. (laughs) I heard you talking about your podcast, and you said you'd help. Oh, God. Anyway, so, yeah. But it doesn't make any sense to me. Some are clear as day. 
they look like people. Mm-hmm. People will walk past ghosts thinking that they're real people. And then you have this honest Abe, no face man. Honest Abe, no face. <laughs> what is that about? I don't know. It freaks me out. So, yeah, net over his face, looking all scary. And she said she was so scared that she put her head under the covers mm. and prayed that it went away. She said it was not like there was an intruder, but a dark spirit. Uh, she doesn't know how long she was under the covers, but then her sister started screaming. Mm. And she asked what was wrong, and she said she didn't want to talk about it. So they're both in the same bed. She wakes up, sees the guy, sees Honest Abe. Mm-mm. She's like put, going back under the covers, and then her sister starts screaming. If it was, and then she's like, I won't talk about it. I wouldn't say that. I say, girl, the ghost in here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I'd be running. Yeah, no, I would I would be alerting whoever's beside well, me. It'd probably be a little jog because that's what my running probably looks like. I can't. Listen, listen, listen. You call that a run? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Just... PTSD or softball field. Run, Chelsea, run. I'm trying. Like, I hit the ball over the fence for a reason because I know I can't run. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm good, y'all. I'm good. Like, that's why I hit this home run. Can't relate. Could never. Um, I was balling. (laughs) Baby major leaguer. Okay, so she finally told her. You know, she was like, I want to talk about it. She finally told her what was going on, and she said that there was a tall man with a black coat and hat, and it was, it was hovering over her, Mm-mm. and she was telling him to go away. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. And so, Carney told her she saw the same thing, and Carney said when her sister was telling the man to go away, it sounded like she was talking to someone she knew. So, while Carney's in bed... And she's her, and she she she's, she hears her sister screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, she's telling it, "Go away, go away, no, no." Mm-hmm. She's screaming and stuff, and she's like, "That's weird." Like it sounds like she does know who this is. So she was like, "That's weird." Like you're talking like you've seen them before. Yeah. And her sister told her that spirits had been following her for how long? Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, <laughs> if I my sister told me this that she had spirits following her for like months yeah I know listen well <laughs> I'll talk to you on Facebook or something text <laughs> message but we ain't gonna get together no more. we're not getting together cause they following you she, you get that holy water something I, I can't so she asked her what she meant she's like what are you talking about And she said, evil faces are always hovering over her bed. What did she do? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what she did, honey, but she she got them following her. And so she said that they had followed her from three different homes. Absolutely not. And they weren't nice. So this convinced Carney that they were ghosts. Uh She's like, okay. That's all I need to know. Like demons. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. And Carney never saw the man again. But her, 
Yeah, but her sister would go on to see ghosts for years to come. Well, what she get for not telling them? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! That's crazy. Well, and the thing is, even though Carney didn't see Honest Abe, as we've been mm-hmm. calling him, the man in the trench coat, ever again, it didn't mean she didn't see spirits. Yeah, she didn't see any more spirits. Like, so in another episode, I was gonna put it on this one, but then I didn't get to it. But I wanted to tell this one today. Yeah. Yeah. So I will do another one and we will tell Carney's other story. Because um, I think that one's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, it was good. But yeah. Oh, you're talking about the one you're going to tell? Yeah. Like, but I was saying, I think that one's pretty good, too. Like this one was. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um. So those are my stories for today. The celebrity ghost stories. Someone let us know if you like them. If you're enjoying them. Let tell Chelsea. If you work with Chelsea. Tell me if you, you work with like me. like Yes, please. please. Mm. Hallelujah. Yes. Okay, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, listen, y'all. If you want to tell us that you like these stories that we're doing. I know Michaela. Michaela sent us an email. Michaela, girl. Yes. She was wanting to know if we would do the Karina Mullins case, which... I told her as much as we'd love to. Yeah. You know, we're a little scared. Mm-hmm. We in Houston, the co-podcast co-podcast host of Crime or Reason, um, we've all talked about that and how we're just a little unnerved um, by doing some of the cases that are a little closer to home, yeah. you know, than others. It's just a little, whew, yeah. you know, we get a little scare skirt. Um, but yeah, so you can be like Michaela and you can send us an email at a million murders at gmail.com. You can also hop over to the Instagram, a million murders. Look at the pictures of the people, places, things. And we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. If you don't have an email or if it's just easier to do it that way and you have questions or requests, you can do it on there. You can have conversations, interact with other listeners if you like to. Yes. All the things. Yeah, definitely. Message us. Email us. Yeah. Yeah, because our message, uh, Facebook message, like on the groups set up, I think. So you can mm-hmm. shoot us a message on that. You sure can. And we just want to tell you all, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm. Travel down the road and back again. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if it threw a party, <laughs> he invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. I think I said thank you for listening already. I can't remember. Yeah, you did. Because then I was like, Thank you. And we hope you come back for (laughs) a a million million more. more. Bye. Bye.